Here we go. Just two more chapters. Hosea chapter 13. Reading out of the Christian Standard Version. When Ephraim spoke, there was trembling. He was exalted in Israel, but he incurred guilt through Baal and died. Oh, snap. That's some powerful stuff. Now they continue to sin and make themselves a cast image, idols skillfully made from their silver, all of them the work of craftsmen. People say about them, let the men who sacrifice kiss the calves. Therefore, they will be like the morning mist, like the early dew that vanishes, like chaff blown from a threshing floor or like smoke from a window. Death and resurrection, verse 4. I have been the Lord your God ever since the land of Egypt. You know no God but me, and no Savior exists besides me. I knew you in the wilderness, in the land of drought. When they had pasture, they became satisfied. They were satisfied, and their hearts became proud. Therefore, they forgot me. So I will be like a lion to them. I will lurk like a leopard on the path. Interestingly, they use the word leopard and lion. Those are mentioned later on. Or we just talked about leopards and lions and Ezekiel we were reading. Or Daniel. Daniel. Daniel was talking about leopards. There we go. I will attack them like a bear robbed of her cubs and tear open the ribcage of their hearts. Mm. I will devour them there like a lioness, like a wild beast that would rip them open. I will destroy you, Israel. You have no help but me. Where now is your king that he may save you in all your cities and the rulers you demanded, saying, give me a king and leaders. I give you a king in my anger and take away a king in my wrath. Ephraim's guilt is preserved. His sin is stored up. Labor pains come on him. He is not a wise son. When he, the time comes, he will not be born. I will ransom them from the power of Sheol. I will redeem them from death. Death, where are your barbs? Sheol, where is your sting? Compassion is hidden from my eyes. There's a lot going on here. I'm going to read that little verse again because that's a memory verse that people quote a lot. I will ransom, this verse 14, I will ransom them from the power of Sheol, or the place of the dead. I will redeem them from death. Death, where are your barbs? Or I believe that word, some people use this word, your victory. Like your chance of victory. Sheol, where is your sting? Compassion is hidden from my eyes. The coming judgment, although he flourishes among his brothers, an east wind will come, a wind from the Lord rising up from the desert. His water source will fail and his spring will run dry. The wind will plunder the treasury of every precious item. Samaria will bear her guilt because she has rebelled against her God. They will fall by the sword. Their children will be dashed to pieces and their pregnant women ripped open. Ooh. The best thing yeah, that was in that was verse 14. My goodness. When Ephraim spoke, there was trembling. 
It's another way of saying they enjoy great respect. I already read this. My bad. This doesn't hurt to read it again. <clears throat> when Ephraim spoke, there was trembling. Is another way of saying they enjoy great respect. Idolatry and rejection of the living God, however, had since ruined them. This is what sin does to a person, no matter an individual strength, ability, social status, or economic capability, moral degradation and foolishness are cancers that quickly eat away at character. This is Tony Evans' notes, by the way, just in case you didn't know. When you become satisfied, you are tempted to take the credit for yourself as Israel did. Then your heart becomes proud and you forget God. Therefore, you must constantly nurture a humble heart that looks to God's word and power as your source of strength and sustenance. The Apostle Paul quotes from this text to demonstrate God's victory over death and the law through the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. See 1 Corinthians 15 verses 54 through 57. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned, or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.